Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10:30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. The sea gave up the dead who were in it. Take that scowl off your face. The Holy Ghost is going to hit you halfway. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, glory be to God, each one according to his works. That word his is plural in the original. It's not that it doesn't mean her. Come on. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast. Ever fished? Say cast. Death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Shall we stand and be dismissed? Okay, I want you to understand this. Uh, death and hell, death and hell, death and Hades, uh, they were cast into the lake of fire. Capiche? Now, don't give the interpretation, even though this is a Pentecostal church. Capiche? You understand? Okay. All right. Let's go to some words of Jesus. Red letters, words of Jesus. I sat in Friday morning seminary and could hardly contain myself. When the group founder and moderator and guide for all of us that chase animals off topic, but our fearless leader and guide and moderator, Jill, said, there used to be a lot more preaching on hell. The reason why I leaped is that didn't give me the idea. That just gave me the confirmation I was on the right path. I was on the right path. I've been noticing in the last... 15, 20, 30 days, some of Grace's activities and words, and I thought I need a word to bring her back into uh, uh, alignment, Mike said. Alignment, alignment. Holy Ghost preaching. Death and hell are cast into the lake of fire. Smile, I haven't seen your teeth for a half hour. Let's go to the words of Jesus. Red letters from Luke 16, 19. Jesus said there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And uh, the opposite of that extreme, there was a beggar named Lazarus which sat at his gate full of sores. They ran into each other often. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died. No angels there were there. 
The rich man died, he was buried, and in hell, one thing this should do is encourage anyone that has had a loved one go to pass away with Jesus. Because it was like immediate. I mean, he was buried, and in hell, in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torments. Wow, he got his air conditioning cut off. And he sees Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Did you ever see the film Trading Places? He saw Lazarus in Abraham and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. You know, like I never had on Lazarus. Have mercy on me and send Lazarus. I like him now that he may dip the tip of his finger in champagne. No, in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, son, this lets us know that this rich man was a church boy. I said, this rich man was a church. He, he was a church boy. He knew the covenant. He knew the Pentateuch. He knew the, he knew the, he knew the covenant, Father Abraham. He knew. Draw your own conclusions, but he, he was a church boy. In my lingo, he was a church boy. Abraham said, son, remember that in your lifetime... You received good things. And likewise, Lazarus, evil things. But now he is comforted and you are tormented. But besides all this, between you and I, it's impossible to get from one place to the other. There's no tram. Come on, loved ones. We can't get back and forth. So that they which would pass from here to where you cannot, neither can they pass to us, that would come from thence. Then he said, okay, I pray thee, Father, that you would send him, if you can't get to me, have him go evangelize my father's house, my brothers that are still alive. I didn't give a rat's tail about him when I was alive, but I don't want them to come to this place. Let's continue reading. For I have five brothers that he may... Send this poor beggar that he may testify to them, lest they also come into this place of torment. So obviously he knew that they weren't going to play poker. I'm certainly not preaching this to correct anybody that's here. I'm preaching this and teaching this so that we'll all be happy that we're not going there. All right. Look at this. This well-to-do rich man, <laughs> the finest of... Of, of assets and clothes and food. He, when he realized he couldn't get a drop of water, now he's thinking evangelism. He, he must have been some negotiator at, when he did have whatever was accorded to him, even if it was a hundred years. It meant nothing where he is now. Send me my brothers. Abraham said, you know what? They have the word. Say that. They have the word. They have Moses and the prophets. They have the Psalms. They have the word, the Pentateuch. Let them hear them. And he said, nay, Father, but if, if one went from them from the dead, if there was an electric miracle, if there was something really, really, you know, elaborate, they will repent. And he said unto him, if they don't hear Moses, don't read the word and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Last Easter... I talked to you about Jesus Christ, our precious risen Savior, that was going to a home he did not have to borrow. 
And I've been ricocheting that back and forth in my church boy's heart and my, my current servant's life wanting to be faithful. And I'm so thankful for our risen victorious Jesus Christ that said, I'm going to prepare a place for you, that where I go, I'm going to come back and get you. And so I felt an open door the last couple of weeks, not to make this necessarily a part two, some of it's hybrid, and juxtapose the one of two choices that all of mankind has. The promise of heaven and the promise of hell. It's not Neapolitan. There's not strawberry in between. Romans says, 14, it's appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. Have you been to Jesus for his cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Recently, one of our pulpit uh, uh, anointed segues, someone said just recently that on Passover night, when the blood was on the doorpost, there was no investigation about who was inside, but when the blood, this is just recently they reminded us, when the angel of the, came and saw the blood, the precious blood on the doorpost, they passed over that house and the firstborn did not die. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. It passed over. If a person and most of Egypt did not believe, did not, if an Israelite did not apply the blood of a lamb, says, well, I don't, I don't care for a religion that has that kind of gore in it, and I'm just not, I, I love God, and he knows me. God knows me. God, God knows me. God knows I bring silver. God knows me. God knows me. Uh, kaboom. If there was no blood on the doorpost, uh, the promise of heaven, the promise of hell. I want to talk to you about that today. If there was no blood on the doorpost, the firstborn life, remember the cry that went out, animals and Egypt, the Egyptians, the, the wailing that went on. You could not say the Lord God sent the firstborn to the grave. You could say the head of household permitted him to go to the grave. Amen? And, you know, I was thinking about this because I've been a church boy a long, long time. I should have so much of Jesus in me that I would radiate. So you can't blame Christ. Here's what I want to say. Sometimes, you know, we get caught off into the 666 and the tribulation and the pre-trib and the post-trib and the current trib if it's maybe in your marriage or whatever, whatever that could be. Um, and, and we think, you know, the, the mark of the beast, all the, you know, what is it? You know what? You know what? All that is optional. That is optional. If you have all that time to study, it's your sanctified imagination against Hal Lindsey's or whoever else. Here's what's not up to our own grab. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 
I'm going to say it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 doesn't say, if you know every single verse of Revelation, did it happen? Is it going to happen? Will it happen in the future? Will it happen in the Middle East? Will it happen in the Holy Ground? Listen, you either believe and accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and I think it's the next verse, he that believeth not is, is condemned already. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. God gets no, our Father gets no pleasure by those that select for themselves to go away into everlasting punishment. Any more than you, as a parent, delight when your children have made so many blunders and errors that they are headlong and destroyed. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Jesus wept. If you would have known your potential and what you could have been. Wow. No one simply arrives in heaven by mistake. We talked about this a couple times. Nobody simply says, oh, geez. This is even nicer than Saks Fifth Avenue at Pioneer Square. I can't believe this. No, no one's simply, But people go to hell who took no action to accept Christ as Savior. My boyhood preacher said, a dead fish can just float upstream, downstream, whichever way the current takes him. But an active salmon is focused and swims and takes forethought. If the blood is not on the outside and inside of your heart, you can't blame the death angel for saying, oh, you are not covered by the blood. No one simply arrives in heaven by mistake and says, gosh, I'm so glad I took my donations to Goodwill. That might be a good idea. But that has nothing to do with the cleansing of your soul and receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. People go to hell who took no action to accept Christ as Savior. Oh, thank you, Lord, for reminding me of that. As a boy growing up, and I think uh, hard on the heels of World War II, uh, many of our leaders and preachers in that era were, were, were saved from the Depression and through World War II. And there was a lot of, lot of, uh, you know, will this be the time of the coming of the Lord? Will this be the time when he's, and you know, and the various movements and preachers and, uh, which, which is fine, uh, would, would preach about a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. How many have ever heard that terminology? There's a hell 
There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Yes, some of us have today. And that was that might even be emphasized on a Sunday where it's stewardship series for eight weeks or something. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. But um, what I thought I wanted to say is um, your current speaker today, <laughs> Pastor Smokey, and any radio preacher or any flaming prophet or any evangelist, anyone that cut from a tent to a rented hotel room, to a conference center, to a church, to a cathedral. We are not the ones in charge of assigning people to heaven or hell. I will be all too happy to make it to glory. Has anyone seen grace? No. No. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Shame on you. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I could read your mind like a cartoon strip. You're there. I know what you're thinking. Sometimes something that's absurd, is that right? Is a good. I'll tell you what, that will be glory for me. That will be glory. To be received into the everlasting habitations of heaven. You know what? I'm not even sure if them gold streets are a big deal. I don't about the gold, you know, all those things because I haven't seen a lot of those, you know, uh, those descriptive words in Revelation, gemstones, all those beautiful things. I haven't really seen them here. It would just be nice for uh, Simon Peter to uh, park my Corvette right up front, even if it's just paved. That'll be great. No. What will make heaven heaven is Jesus Christ is there. And I want to say this, because sometimes I razz about the marriage verse, but your whole family that's gone on before you. Husbands, wives, children, grandparents. And I've often said this, they're going to go down to the eastern gate. Oh, get ready in seven minutes. You have a loved one coming home. I know Jesus is Jesus. He is the city where the lamb is the light. There's no darkness, no hunger. It's all precious and beautiful. But we will be known, First John says, we will know as we are known. You know, Jonah might walk up to me and say, you know, you gave me a hard time in the years that you preached. <laughs> We're going to know each other. And I'd probably say, well, Jonah, you just ought to be glad that you're here with that temper of yours. <laughs> All right. Are we, I almost said cooking, but you know what I mean. Are we, are we there? All right. I think all this, what this does for me at the end of this is say, I need to be praying for my loved ones, praying for my colleagues, praying for my neighbors, for the known and the unknown. I don't want to end up with them being in the situation like the rich man. And, and try to scramble for leverage. Amen? Amen. Don't go quiet on me. I'll think I'm going down the wrong turn. All right? The place of hell. It's a literal place. The place of hell is a literal place. The place of hell is a large place. And the place of hell is a locked place. I added a fourth L, but I deleted it for the slide. 
So well, then why are you saying it? Because uh, you know, the place of hell is a literal place, is a large place, a locked place, and a lonely place. You're not going to be playing scrimmage with your companions. I know it's dark, it's unquenchable heat, it's torment, weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. I just can't tell you how thankful I am that no one that's listening to me is going there. I said, I'm thankful that no one listening to me is going there. The place of hell is a literal place. I read in my study of this, how many per second slide into hell. It's unbelievable. The pains of hell. The place of hell, I said, is a literal place, a large place, a locked place, a lonely place, and the pains of hell. Everlasting sufferings. Total darkness, thirst, we could understand that from our scripture today. Enduring sorrow, horrors, weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I highlighted the one at the bottom. I've often heard leaders, teachers, and believers say, what makes hell, hell? Say that with me. What makes hell, hell is eternal separation from God and the saints. See, in heaven, my parents had all their tears wiped away. My father and mother did not remember the agony and the tough parts of their life. When my father only had his father as a teenager and walking home from school, saw a commotion in the middle of the street and discovered his father was hit by a car and struck dead. And my father, the eighth grade teacher, Ventura County, California, said, Clarence, I'll pay for your education and put you through school. My father didn't want to accept that. He was a top history student in the school, orphaned, he went three blocks over to Satakoy Country Club, went from a part-time caddy to a full-time caddy. The groundskeeper and maintenance supervisor let him sleep in the second level of where the equipment was kept, the tractors down low, and he stayed upstairs in that second level. And he told us, I don't know how many times, that his Levi's, his Levi's were so stiff from being used and not washed, at night he would stand them in a corner. Put them on the next day in caddy. Whatever he got for caddy, and he would buy his groceries at Satakoy Market, have some nourishment, and go to bed in the upstairs barn, and caddy the next day. The only thing my father... The only member he took to heaven on the golf course is when he made a par. Not when he was an orphan boy and had to fend for himself because he sat down at this table. Come on, somebody, that was covered with linens. He said, well, is this, is this am I supposed to drink from this china? It doesn't look like a styrofoam cup. 
Am I supposed to drink from this? Yes, Clarence. This is your place at the marriage supper of the Lamb, and nobody's taking your chair. My mother got there 23 years later. It's like God said, Clarence, you have 23 years where you're not going to get any advice, any, you know, heads up. Wow. He paid a debt he did not owe. I owe a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. So he says in John 14, the disciples are sorrowful. I'm going to prepare a place for you. Hey, get me one of those condos. Is my name written there? The pains of hell. What makes this earth different? With all of its chaos and evil, and even in other nations that have the occult and satanic worship, I know some places in America were trying to catch up. But even in the places where they have given themselves over to satanic ritual, still on this earth, the Holy Spirit is drawing men to salvation. The Holy Spirit is in the world. In the world, no man cometh to the Father except the Holy Spirit draws him. That's why hell is a locked place. Rich man, no one gets from where we are to where you are. The rich man didn't go to hell because he was rich. He went to hell because he trusted in riches and not in the Jehovah Lord. The people of hell... Who are they? The people of hell. I want to first of all say this. It might come up on a side. Hell was created. Satan wanted to be music minister in heaven. And pride filled his heart. And he wanted to be the one in charge. When he was denied that, because obviously the father of rebellion and lives... He was rebellious, and when God cast him out of heaven, so think about this, he was cast out of heaven, and he's going to be cast out of death and hell and into the lake of fire. But he's not moving once he gets there. He goes to and fro throughout the world to try to cause grief and trouble. Remember Job? But at the restitution of all things, he's headed for the active living barbecue pit. Hell was created for the devil and his angels. A third of the angels. A third. Is it 19 of Revelation? that talks about, and the dragon, the devil, drew his tail and snagged a third of the angels that went with him. And they're the demonic demons in our world today that are pestering, they find no rest. Thus they said to Jesus, if you take us out of this man that's in chains, put us in anything where we can have a body. And Christ sent them to the pigs, almost like, uh, take that. The people of hell are rejectors, reprobates, and religious. I caution you for people in your life that have a religious spirit. Pride. 
Well, I feel like God told me the exact hour when he's coming. I feel like you were not listening to God and you're a fruitcake. Pride puffs. Pride puffs. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will exalt you in due time. The people of hell, those that reject him, reprobates, religious. Wow. The promise of hell, the promise of heaven. Christ led his followers out as far as Bethany. He lifted up his hands. He blessed them. While he blessed them, Christ was parted from them and carried what? Carried where? Say up. Up into heaven. After he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken what? Say up. Not down. Up. And a cloud received him out of their sight. Since we have been raised to new life with Christ, we should set our sights. Set your eyes. Get them off a cable. I know. Even if they have to endure Hallmark. Gosh. You know, they got Christmas. Summertime. Thursday night. Christmas. Are you kidding me? Since we have been raised to new life with Christ, we should set our sights on the realities of heaven and let heaven fill our thoughts. You know what I want to say? Oh, God is so good. Don't you think God's good to remind me of how to make this longer? In America, how does anyone go to hell? No. From November 1 until January 14, a little town of Bethlehem, how still we see Sixty days, sleep in heavenly peace. Whether you're in the mall, whether in the church house, whether you're here on that Good Friday, whatever. Hark! The herald angels sing, "Glory to the newborn." They even sing it out in the secular world. What? The first, not not the first Noel. What is that one that? Uh, a silent night, holy night. All is come. And you know those verses, those verses to, oh, come, let us adore him, they're pretty powerful. How does anyone in America go to hell? There must be five nonstop channels. You can't avoid them if you're surfing, trying to find, did I hear someone say Godfather? Anyway, you can't, uh, you you know, tell you what, I like the music. I like all kinds of music. But if grace is out of earshot, I put the Sun Life broadcasting on because I like the good music from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I know, Mike, don't judge me on this, Grace. But just just like, you know, and because they sing one song for 15 minutes, and if I like the song, it's good. I, I enjoy the 15 minutes. How in the world does anyone in America go to hell? How do they go to hell in America? How? Driving by the crosses... In Clackamas, when Galloway built that church, how do you go to hell in America? Because you refuse to surrender to Jesus Christ. Take my life and let it be mine totally to direct. You climb over praying grandmothers, godly adult children, books, tapes, cassettes, radio stations... How do you do it? 
you know, America must be a miserable place for a backslider. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me, say it, shall never die. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Listen, God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. Listen to this. There shall be no more pain. In my Father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for who? Say me. 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 And if I go, I will come again and receive who? You. That where I am, there you may be also. Heaven is God's home. Heaven is Christ's home. Say this, heaven is our home. Hell is for the devil and his angels with those who deny and reject Christ. Heaven is a prepared place for a prepared people. And if you want to divvy out what's prepared means, it means like the thief on the cross that said, remember me. You don't have to memorize anything except your heart that is humble and says, I need thee, oh, I need thee, cleanse my sin. Since we've been raised to new life with Christ, we should set our sights on the realities of heaven and let heaven fill our thoughts. Heaven is the abode of God. Hell is Satan's home. When? I read it. Till death and hell are thrown into the lake of fire. Heaven is our Father's house of many mansions. Heaven is the home of the saints. 1 Thessalonians 4. Heaven is the living hope of the believers. Heaven is the place of eternal happiness. Read these underlined with me as I close. Man, I'm almost on overtime. No more headaches. No more heartaches. No more pain. No more tears. No crying, nor alarm clocks. Hail. Hail is a place of separation, torment, sorrow, pain, thirst, total darkness, and regret. Preventions to hell. Pastor Mike would be telling us to write these notes down. Preventions to hell. You ready? Get saved. I, I, I know I just enjoyed that because I'm honoring. Get saved. <laughs> Four fingers coming right back here. Three. And a thumb. How many knew that today on this day, 87 degrees, this hot April day, you would delight and be filled with joy when you found out how to prevent from going to hell? Amen. Get saved. Repentance of sin. Surrender to Christ. Live daily for Jesus. Now, let's stand and read this slide. Ready? That's how I prevent going to hell. I prepare for heaven. Read these with me. 
I prepare for heaven, surrender my life to Christ, confess Christ as my Lord, inviting him into my heart, daily in his word, living daily in awareness that Christ my Savior is coming soon. The end. Lord, we lift up our voice and hands and thank you for heaven. Not as a fire escape, but as a home, Lord, where we so anticipate eternal joy, worship, your presence. Lord, no hunger, no fear, no tears, no discrimination, no discrimination. But your word says there will be those of every ethnicity. We can enjoy the music that we like from one core to another core. And when the roll is called up yonder, we'll be there. Amen. God bless you. Have a super Sunday.